good morning and welcome to another edition of the Patriot Radio News Hour. Oh, yeah, sure, you betcha. We're live from the Hole in the Ceiling Studios in Deer Valley, Arizona. And I hope this finds you well no matter where you are in this pandemic run amok globally. This show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. We offer legal lawful tender. Something that you can count on, man. Something that's real. Something that's there for you. We can help you get some. If you call one 800 951 you can also head out 24-7-365 to allamericangold.com. Updated daily pricing. You can hit the shop button. You go to the shop button. And uh, whatever we've got available that day, the prices are adjusted. You can just click. Then you don't have to deal with the likes of me. Or you can just call. But anyway, allamericangold.com, they've got that there for you. It's uh, the 28th day of May as we're wrapping up, what, uh, 90 days now, I think we're at, or six, 90 days of the pandemic, give or take. Um, I'm joined with Joe Jaquin, president of Patriot Trading Group, on this fine Thursday. And man, I got to tell you, I feel good today. It's just, I'm just happy to be alive. I'm happy that uh, I'm still above ground. Every day is a gift. How you doing, kid? Hey, how are you? You know what? Why buy gold and silver when you can just buy overinflated stocks, right? I mean, come on. Everybody's doing it. They said the investors are piling because... <laughs> now, in case you missed it... Who are had... these investors? I want to know. We had a recession. Did we? Yeah, everybody got a check. I, I must have missed it. Yeah, well, you were at home, so you couldn't <laughs> leave. So you, you couldn't go out and see the recession. So now you're going to go back out. So, um, you know, I read... Uh, we got a monthly publication, the gray sheet here, and the the editor was very eloquent. I'd like to take credit for this, but it's an excellent analogy. It's like the entire world was hit with an F5 tornado. And he, he akins it to a small town in the Midwest that when you look out, three-quarters of the town is gone. It's just gone, but yet the what's left is untouched. And that's kind of what's happened. There have been some facets of the society that's like, what? You know, what are you talking about? We're selling more masks than you can believe. We're selling more hand sanitizer. You know, there's some... Toilet paper Toilet going paper. crazy. You know, there, there are some facets of the economy that are untouched. But the coronavirus, which the uh, I'm going to get to, we're going to spend a little bit on it today because the news is amazing. But Disney is trying to reopen. And, of course, the great mask debate. It's... Uh, it is amazing. It's to amazing. mask or not to mask? It is amazing that what's is happened the here. So, so Disney, now they're changing their uh, moniker. The uh, They are now called the most infectious place on earth. <laughs> 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 That's the happiest place. <laughs> no, no. They're, uh, they're going to open on my birthday, 7-Eleven. So... Yeah, that's right. I was born on 7-Eleven. I get a free slushie <laughs> once gonna, a year. I was not going to touch that one either. Wow. Play the disclaimer. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, that's. Uh, but everybody's got to wear a mask. Yeah, yeah. I just, amazing. So we'll just watch it together. So there's just no easy answer again, to any You know of what's this? funny is Wall Street's celebrating this is good news. Believe me, Disney is losing their backside on the restrictions. You only can have like 30% of the park. Yeah, well, it doesn't I mean, work. That means capacity's down 70%, right? You know, you sit there, you start doing the math, right? It, it doesn't pass the sniff test. No, it's crazy. But nevertheless, people um, were trying to 
you know, move ahead, move forward, get past it all. The only thing, in my opinion, that's going to save Martyrtown is uh, obviously a vaccine, a real one, not the fake vaccine. Wall Street has turned into the little boy who's cried wolf. I mean, they've got away with it three times here. I don't think it's going to happen again, but it's all part of the huddle. Okay, listen, you go to the Buick and take a left. I I am not going to lie. So. I'm already looking forward to Monday. Monday, yeah. Yeah, because I want to see who's going to be next. Now, right? Kramer was asking, waiting for the Moderna. You know, the Moderna thing was amazing. They ran the stock oh. way up, and then they all sold it that day. Well, after they had the public release that, yes, right. we've got a virus cure, and the stock went up, and all the executives sold. I mean, it's just how crooked is it? It's very crooked. I think the chickens are all coming home to roost here in the next 15 to 18 months for america we uh, will be here to chronicle it for you the socio-economic destruction of this fine country we'll be back well i hope the tornado has missed your house swept across this planet across the prairie you know what i worry about is i think there's another tornado coming because the, this first tornado, and I'll liken it to this, and you'll relate to this, because we were on the air together. And, and all of you people here in, in, in Arizona, you'll remember this. The housing market in Arizona was done in 2005. Oh, yeah. Done. Yeah, they, and everybody, it just wasn't right. on the front pages. Right. It was right. done. But it was done. It was done. Wall Street didn't peak to 2007. Right. Even though we were here and everybody knew it, everybody was going underwater. All the, all the, you know, it's just a subprime thing. I, and I feel like this is another carbon copy of this. the The economic Armageddon has happened. Wall Street wants to act like it hasn't happened, and somehow it's just a subprime thing. You know what? It's just a subprime thing. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. another 2.1 million people filed for unemployment claims again this week. So now we're over 40 yeah, million. 40.6 or 40.7 million people have filed for unemployment claims. And, and it, that's not the whole story because the people that are uh, the self-employed, they file differently. And there was another 3 million of them. And the government, of course, give them a number. They'll try to spin in any way they possibly can. But, but the thing about it is, and why I say another wave is coming, every day we talk about more laughs. Advantage Rent-A-Car. Uh, they just joined uh, Budget Rent-A-Car. They filed for bankruptcy. Probably look, uh, They're the fourth largest rental car place out there, so look for another fifteen to 20,000 layoffs there. Well, we set a record in May. Um, 27 companies, the most since 2009, which was a record. It still is a record. They took it out. 27 companies of 50 million or more filed bankruptcy. With revenues of over 50, 50 million. million. Yeah, they said it's a, it's a record. So it's all happened again. So the answer is, you know, there is no answer. So what are you going to do? And, I mean, you look at the ma- look at the mask, the mask war that's going on. And, I mean, it's huge news. It's everywhere. And, you know, I got to tell you that, you know, here's how I look at it. Okay, whether, whether this was a carefully orchestrated bioattack, Okay, which, again, the jury's still out on. Or whether it was a calamity of errors put forth by idiots out of you know, minimum wage clerks in uh, a lab somewhere. Or it's an act of God. Okay, I don't know. But the fact remains that the most contagious virus in the history of man 
is loose. I mean, according to our president, that's I'm going to quote the president, which we all love and are praying for. That's what he says. It's the most contagious virus ever in the history of mankind. So you've got the mask thing going on, and now that they've created a political thing, and I get it. And me, I don't care. Now, if a guy runs a business, and I aching at the smoking. Now, I was a heavy smoker. I quit 11 years ago. But you guys that are boomers, when we grew up, everybody smoked. I mean, everywhere you went, everybody smoked. You could, People don't believe this, but there was no such thing as a no-smoking section in a restaurant. It didn't exist until the late 80s, early 90s. There was no such thing as no-smoking in airplanes or airports or bars or stores. Uh, when I, in the 70s, I would walk through the aisles of Alpha Beta with a cigarette in my mouth, throw it on the ground, and put my coals out on the tile. And there were hundreds at the end of the day of cigarette butts because you could go through the stores and smoke. If you went to sporting events, you sat and watched baseball, you lit up a cigarette. Maybe the words of the time were, mind if I smoke? No matter what the guy said, you were smoking. <laughs> he could say no. Well, then, good. Get up and move. All right, because I'm not moving, I'm smoking. Basketball games, the Phoenix Suns, when I was a kid, going with my dad. I mean, Dick Van Arsdale out there and Connie Hawkins sitting in the stands in an enclosed building smoking. The top 50 feet of the Coliseum was covered in smoke. People smoked everywhere. Now, when they decided, when businesses decided to add no smoking, and again, it's just like a mask, the business says, you know what, I'm going to take a risk. All right, we're going to put some no smoking, let the people in. Now, the businesses have decided as time went on that we don't want, they, they took a risk. We don't want smokers. We don't want you anymore. You can't smoke here. You can't smoke in the door. You can't smoke in the airplanes. You can't smoke in the bars. We think we can make it. Well, you got to say the same thing with a mask. If a business says, you know what, we're going to take a chance. We don't want you in here if you don't have a mask. It's not your constitutional right to tell a company, a privately owned company, how the hell they're going to run their business. Nobody stood up for anybody who was smoking. There was no protest for people. My constitutional rights. What happens is, and this is what people know what's coming, is once the companies all sign on going, yep, yep, nobody like Disneyland today can't get in without a mask. It's just a matter of time until California cities say, you can't smoke outside. You can't smoke in this complex. You can't smoke in this city. You've got to drive to the edge of town to light up a cigarette. Well, that's what's coming with masks, and that's what irks people. That's your constitutional rights. But again, I had a right smoking. If I wanted to blow secondhand smoke in your face, it was my right. It was my constitutional right. I could smoke outside, and I could do it. Well, it's the same with masks. If you want to blow coronavirus on people, that's your right to do it. Anybody can do it. But again, I look at it, I look at especially the baby boomers, that if in fact, no matter how this virus got out there, if in fact that we've got the most contagious virus ever in the history of the mankind that they still know nothing about, I look at it as why risk it? I don't mind putting on a mask, going into a small business. I know, you want to call me liberal? Go ahead, but I'm definitely not a liberal. I look at it like a helmet law. All right, there's The helmet law is just like the mask. Okay, that you have to tell people's brains that are functioning so bad they had to protect, they had to put a law to protect a head that's not smart enough to protect itself. And that's how I feel about it. And I think a lot of baby boomers do. Joe and my wife, pretty much the same age, they don't. Now, it's got to have something to do with the, the 60 threshold because I'm like, eh, 
I went into Freightliner again yesterday, parts for my RV. I got a Freightliner chassis, and I'd ordered them. Freightliner here down in Phoenix will not allow you. They have signs up. You cannot come in the building without a mask. Obviously, they've made the decision. They don't care. They don't want you as a customer if you're not going to wear a mask. Is that their right? Yes. So, you know, this is the... The question, the virus doesn't care if you're a liberal. It doesn't care if you're a conservative. It's, that is not the issue, and somehow it has become the issue. And I just don't get it. You know so. what? I'll, I'll play the other side. So, so here's the problem from an economic standpoint. You're the problem. I'm the problem. You're the problem. Because I want to wear a mask. Because you won't go anywhere. Right. I won't that, go shopping. That, that everyone doesn't have a mask on. Right? You'll, go, you'll go to Freightliner because everyone's got to wear a mask. You know what, but i got to tell you, I felt stupid at first, but right. then you look but, around but, and you're but, like, yeah, all right. And, and I believe, and I believe you are correct. There is a, and it's not a 1% or a 5%, my guess is a third of the population out there is in your camp, maybe even half. The thing that I hate, I hate that the, the liberals are the ones that are wearing masks, so they're and, trying and, to say. And so. my next point, though, is, do we even know, and, and I know you can argue either side, hey, the mask doesn't help you. Doesn't do anything. Right? I know. May actually make it worse if you actually got the corona on you and then put it put put it on, it got onto your mask. Now you're really breathing it in, right? Maybe they're trying to just calm us down, though, because that's what I don't get about the whole mask. That You know, when you're excited, you're supposed to breathe into a paper bag, right? Well, when you hyperventilate. Yeah, yeah. it's the same thing. So maybe it's to calm everyone down. I, I just, you yeah. know, and I'm just sitting there playing the devil's advocate here. Well, this I is mean, why the economy's not coming This back. is my point. Because this, of me. Touche. Right? This is what I'm saying. Disneyland. You're problem. Disneyland. No freaking way. No way. Airline. Nope. Uh-uh. Hotel room. Nope. Yeah, Vegas nope. going to reopen here. You going? I know. No, God, no. I wouldn't go anyway. So that's why you have an RV. Way too much DNA over there for me. So, but I got to tell you, if you're driving around Phoenix, you got nothing to do and you're feeling unsafe, put a mask on and go into Freightliner and they've got hand sanitizers. <laughs> now, remember, this is semi driver, this is truck driver hand sanitizer. I hit the little pump thing and I mean, I swear I heard it sizzle when it hit my hands. <laughs> It killed everything. My <laughs> eyes are burning. I'm like, man, whatever they got, the Freightliner hand sanitizer. So so anyway, that's what we have today. So, yeah, I wanted to bring that up. So, yeah, I think maybe the reason it doesn't bother me is because I was a smoker. Nobody stood up. Where was the riot? People, I'm not letting people tell me where I can smoke. Nobody stood up for anybody, and they just passed the laws, and it was done. So I guess maybe I'm used to it. So. And I think you people, you smoke, by the way, 11 years, I haven't had a cigarette, but we all grew up that way, and uh, it's just weird to think of. I remember the layer of smoke in the Coliseum. one 800 the great recovery because of me and because of the world. If anyone that has an IQ higher than room temperature is not going to go stick their head in the tiger's mouth. Now, the young generation is going to mosh it up. They have. They had pictures of downtown Scottsdale here over the holidays where you've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of revelers all packed in. They don't care. But yet, why that's happening, front page Arizona Republic, virus hospitalizations hit all-time highs in Arizona this week. So, and again, they've got now... This is Banner Healthcare. More than half of the Arizona patients hospitalized 
for suspected or confirmed COVID-19s are in Banner Healthcare. As of Wednesday, Banner Health had 480 suspected and confirmed COVID-19 patients, including about 100 on ventilators. So their ICU bed ventilator use hit record highs this week. So the illness now is caused by SARS. Um, The virus goes on. I'm just reading out of the paper here. As of Wednesday, it's killed 831 Arizonans, most of them over the age of 65, according to Johnny Hopkins University. And uh, critical care beds and ventilators in use for suspected and confirmed COVID-19 individuals also reached record highs in Arizona Tuesday, according to state data with 375 Record high, record high, record high. They want to scare you to death. Right. What I want to know is... Well, this is banner health. Yeah, but I, wait, wait, these are the it's numbers. in the Arizona so, Republic, right? And so, they're, oh, well, it's a record. Okay, but let's let's quantify this record. I Can we please quantify how many people on ventilators had pre-existing conditions... They don't tell right, that that, uh, ...that are over... Now, you said 65. Uh, let's go... How about 75? What are we talking about here? I, I have no idea. Right? And this is the point. They don't want us to know. You know because, better, you know what, if you knew the truth... You may not be so scared anymore. Italy, Italy, their average age was 81. In Italy, their life expectancy was higher than ours, right? People lived longer in Italy. So anyway, to finish, they got 375 in ICU beds at Banner Health today. Uh, 344 beds were the previous high, May 15th, and 222 ventilators. So the ventilators have come down. One factor to consider with hospitalization is that people with COVID-19 spend a long time in the hospital, and that's how the numbers get skewed. Even with a new case arrival starting to decrease, today we're not going to see those hospitalization numbers go down for because the average stay of COVID-19 is over two weeks. So that's according to Arizona Republic and Banner Health. Those are the numbers that they published this week. So, you know, you got to take it all with a grain of salt. But do I believe there's a virus out there? Absolutely. What will it do? I don't know. So uh, we'll just have to find out. Uh, my personal belief is I think the economy is going to collapse. I don't think they can save it. I think the, the virus will propagate. I think by fall it will be back. I, and you know, to be honest with you, we've, we've already had multiple 100-degree days, and the numbers are not abating at all. Multiple? I mean, we've had, like, I don't even know, 20, 30? Lots of them. We're setting records. Today's going to be a record. But, again, two weeks ago we were 105. So, so, you know, uh, whether it's the fact that people don't care and they're just going about their business and we're just going to live with it, which I think is the best outcome, I really do. I think the best outcome is that we just do what Sweden did. Just forget it. Go out and do it. Maybe the economy would have a shot. Corporate profits fell by... The, the most since the last crash, but they're now back down to uh, 2010, and this was first quarter corporate profits. So we all know the second quarter is going to be the worst quarter of it all. I mean, we're going to break a record, and you think about going back to the financial crisis, you thought, man, it can't possibly be any worse than that. It's going to be way worse than that. You see, they said, what they say? The GDP was only down, what, 5% for the first quarter? <laughs> Yeah, in one month of it was lockdown, right? Yeah, yeah, about a half of a half month. Of right, a month. yeah. Well, you know, maybe three weeks of a month. Hey, the blind leads us stupid. We'll be back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. 
And now, from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. When I visited London, I knew my life as a pedestrian was always in danger. The automobiles were always coming from where I didn't expect them, because the Brits drive on the wrong side of the road. The same way for the Brits who visit the United States. An English woman named Laurie Penny was crossing 6th Avenue in New York and looking the wrong way. A taxi was headed directly toward her when, lo and behold, heartthrob Ryan Gosling came to her rescue, grabbing Penny and pulling her out of harm's way. It was a classic man-saves-woman event. But Penny is a self-described feminist, and her response shows one of the things that's so wrong about feminism. Penny portrayed herself as insulted by media coverage of the event. She posted online, I really do object to being framed as the ditzy damsel in distress. I do not mean any disrespect to Ryan Gosling, who is an excellent actor, and by all accounts, a personable and decent chap. But as a feminist, a writer, and a gentlewoman of fortune, I refuse to be cast in any sort of boring supporting female role. Now, if American women want to know where all the manly men have gone, they can blame it on the feminists. Not only can men no longer hold the door open for women, they can't even save a woman's life and get a gracious thank you. Feminists have destroyed the relationship between men and women. Most women like big, strong John Wayne-type men. They want men who bravely put out fires and fight in combat and protect their wives and children against intruders and save damsels in distress. But the feminists have made a lot of men afraid to be manly. It's time to say we love manly men. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. You've seen the desperation of women's marches, the disgrace of Planned Parenthood, the rise of savvy young conservative women. Radical feminism is heading down a dead-end road. Voice your opinion on what's really important to women at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Patriot Radio News Hour continues. Thanks for tuning in today. Summer is dog days of summer sitting in. Aren't we close to, is this the first day of summer? We're close, I know. So, you know, I, I'm not really good with the <laughs> with the calendar. I just know that it's 111 degrees and in, in rising. That's about all I know. You know, it's interesting. I saw a story yesterday that would have been huge news. Huge news when I started this company uh, 30 years ago, whenever, quarter century ago. The FDIC has published they only have 20 cents on the dollar for the insured accounts, which are only a first, what, quarter million? And I'm like, you know, people would be panicked. They'd be running to the bank, but they're like, everybody knows the money isn't real. Right. Everybody knows, ah, come on. Even if they're only down, there was a story about how American uh, banks are now exposed to $45 billion. Just Just J.P. Morgan Chase has $45 billion in exposure in the Chinese markets. And uh, normally that'd be a huge story. It isn't. Why? Because they can handle them. Here, if you're uh, Joe, let's role play. I want you to be Jamie Dimon, and I'll be the Federal Reserve. Ask oh, me. I get ask me for forty-five billion. Okay. Okay. I'm Jamie Dimon. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
uh, I need $45 billion or the entire U.S. economy is going to come crashing down. Okay, it'll be there in two minutes. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. Bank run averted. Problem solved. So the money's losing, as I said yesterday, losing credibility. The reason they tax us, because they make you labor for it and work hard for it, and then they take it from you. When they take it from you, it has credibility. It has purchasing power. It, it, it's just perception. It's just paper. I mean, we think about it. It's just paper. Just go ahead and write one U.S. dollar. Now, we're all willing to toil for it, slave for it. We have to have it here. We have to, you know, help people put away gold and silver and small commissions so we can pay our bills and get it. But the issue is that, again, Alan Greenspan, the law of supply and demand, hasn't been repealed. How long does it take for J.P. Morgan to get $45 billion? Nothing. I mean, less than 10 seconds they can have it. And they've done this, too. By the way, the SBA, I know I was rough on them, but they have handed out money to every business, and you can see it everywhere. Now, all the businesses that were panicked and were open seven days a week are closed on the weekends, so they all got their PPP loans. Everybody's got their money, and they've been able to calm this down. The problem is, is the only thing they're doing is issuing more debt. That's the only way. We're solving debt problems with more debt in this country. It can't keep going. You know, you look at what happened to the average homeowner, average family. An interesting story, retirees now are starting to get panicked. There was a story on Bloomberg this morning. I don't know if it's a shot at Trump, but it says 53% of retirees haven't recovered from the 2008 recession. And they wrote, this is not a typo. (laughs) Just to make sure that, oh, that can't, it's 5%. You know, when I opened this company and I worked with people and I go out and do the shows and all the people on the front range and farmers that 25 years ago, if you had a quarter million in retirement, you had done pretty well for oh, yourself. You were, yeah, you were so, well off. Plus, all over half of the retirees 25 years ago had some sort of pension. So you had Social Security. Right, to go with it. You had Social Security, you had a pension, and if you had a quarter million in the bank, it was in a CD, which is where all you people put it. That's where I converted all the two, three, two hundred, three hundred, four hundred, five hundred dollar gold. So much of it when the CDs that were at six percent rolled over, and they tried to give you three. Okay, the people were like, "No." So they all bought ridiculous. The bankers used to talk them out of it. What? You're buying three hundred dollar gold from some huckster named Eric Cedarstrom? Are you out of your mind? He's going to give it to me. He's going to ship it to me. It's still happening to you. You know this is ridiculous. Everyone out there knows. Okay, look at Wall Street's rallying. And and at best case scenario, they're saying that the unemployment rate become uh, 2021 is going to be somewhere between 10 to 15%. I mean, get a grip on what reality is. But you know what? They still do it. They can't do it. They they call their financial planner. They call this. No, oh, no. What are you on? You're a fool, right? You're you don't know what you're doing. Well, you think about it. You know, if you had a quarter million at six percent and a CD, you know, you were getting fifteen, twelve, fifteen, eighteen grand a year plus a pension plus Social Security. You it was were done. Good. It was a your good house deal. was paid. You did everything. Now roll out. Okay. Do you know how long, how much money you'd have to get to get 12 grand a year in a CD? I can't even tell it. What is it? $10 million? Everybody out there today, you know this. When you turned 55, what was the rule? Get out of stocks, buy your bonds, and you live off the interest in your social security check. That's right. what they told us. Right. Well, that's done. Now, now you roll up here a quarter century later. Here we are. Okay. Now you can't you can't get any money in a CD. I mean, if you get a half a percent in a year, 
How much do you the need? The thing it's about the money you've got to tie up to get oh, that, God. right? You know, tens of millions of dollars to match what a quarter million did a quarter century ago. Plus, 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 forget pensions unless you're a government. All the pensions twenty years ago, they yanked those. Now you got four hundred one plans that just get pounded every day with the the whims of the pinstripe bandits. So you know, it's it's not good now. Get this, that half of the retirees in this country don't have $5,000. Don't have five grand liquid. So, I mean, this is just where we're at today. So what are they doing? They're creating debt. How long can they paper over? This is why they needed to send everybody money. Right, because they don't they, have it. They don't have any. They don't have any. And, and you sit there and you think about what's coming next. You know, all the forbearances. You got 30 more days. Right, your unemployment, that extra six hundred dollars, right? What do you got? You got uh, eight weeks. That's it. That's it, and it's gone. Wall Street's going to take it away from you. That's what they're doing. The panic is gone because they're able to control the computer trades of the Dow thirty stocks, and that's all they have to do. I got more bad news for you today. You know, you're not going to hear this anywhere but here. China's been buying soybeans for August, September, and October deliveries. The United States has the cheapest soybean price in the world right now. They didn't buy them from us. They didn't buy them from us. They bought them from Brazil. They paid more money and bought them from Brazil instead. Well, now they're going to hammer the U.S. soybean market then is what you're telling me. that's what I'm telling you. So now there'll be a glut of them here. Eh, More depression stuff. Everything's going to be fine, though. Just ask everyone. We're going to get the third quarter... We're going to drop to only, by the end of the year, this is a Wall Street rally today, we're only going to have 10% unemployment. That's it, right. Yeah, that's all right, that's see that? great news. Well, we're, everybody's going to go back to work, the states are going to open, and by the end of the year, we're only going to be at 10% unemployment. Have you started paying attention? Google your city and Google uh, layoffs or budget cuts. Yeah, budget cuts. Put that in your Google bar. You'll be shocked at what you see. Uh, here in Arizona, cities are laying off people by the hundreds. And, of course, it probably needs to be by the thousands. I saw, I actually saw a Prius disappear into a pothole this morning. <laughs> so this, the street maintenance, which they should have been working on why no one was on the streets, but, again, governments do everything backwards. So the great recovery is not coming in retail. Retailers now are expected to close more than 3,600 stores in America this year. How about that? That's, so, that's wrong. It's going to be way more than 3, Yeah, they closed 9,300 uh, so far in, uh, from oh, 2019. Already, yeah. So, yeah, so the total number. So, smashing previous records. Yeah. Yeah, crazy, isn't it? Patriot Radio News Hour. Recovery, the debt, the debt-laden recovery. I think the dollar is going to collapse long before we ever recover from it. Radio News Hour. Sears from Joe Jake went Brooke and Arlene out front. Uh, thank you for all the support we receive in here. Really appreciate it. I was talking about 3,600 stores. i got to read into the articles uh so far this year, slated for closure, they're saying right now they're expecting uh, a little over 12,000 between major chains and independent That, that sounds a little better, so, and I still think that's still on the light 12, side. Still think 12,000 is light? Yeah, I'm thinking we're probably going to be 15, uh, maybe 20. I don't think we'll get to 20, but it'll definitely be more than 12. Well, I think a year from now everybody's just going to 
Well, we'll see, won't we? We'll go back. All these these shows. You got to remember now. And here's another thing: a lot of these retailers haven't paid their rents. Right. Well, we talked about that too. The forbearance is going to end, right? And they're going to have to pay it. It's not like, oh, you know what? I I get it. Uh, don't worry. You didn't pay me in March. You didn't pay me in April. You didn't pay me in May. You didn't pay me in June. It's okay. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We'll just forget about it. That's not going to happen. They also say now that uh, half of U.S. adults have put off medical care during the pandemic. You can't put it off because you literally couldn't see a doctor. You know, I broke my ribs. You didn't have a choice. I broke my ribs February 15th, and I've been, something's not right. It hasn't healed up completely, and I want to know why. And I want to get them re-x-rayed. You haven't been able to get any of this done. Now they're open again. Right. So I'm seeing my doctor, but get this. This is uh, this is interesting. I made the appointment, and they said, um, we don't allow sick people in the office. <laughs> I said, say that again. He goes, we don't allow sick people in the office. I go, this is my doctor's office. Right. You are a doctor. <laughs> so if you're not sick and you really don't need a doctor, come on in, have a drink. But uh, no sick people. I was like, no, all right. I mean, I know what she meant, but uh, it is interesting. <laughs> you never thought you'd ever hear that, ever. Are you sick? Yes. Well, what, Go away. What's wrong? Well, I got a fever and, and I got a cough. Oh, you don't come in here. And on a somber note, uh, love him or hate him, but he is a pioneer in the industry, Rush Limbaugh. You know, he announced mm. he started now his... His third round of treatments to battle lung cancer. I heard him the other day, and uh, uh, Rush, we you know we pray for you and we wish you a, a speedy recovery, my friend. Godspeed on that. So, one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Believe it or not, we have. <laughs> yeah, you ready for this? We've got. We saw some silver eagles available. Rolls of U.S. silver. I don't know about eagles. the word still. We have. We do some. have some, and uh, you can do them at. Uh, we're going to put them with a US twenty. You'll you'll thank us as the dollar continues to get debased. Wall Street has stopped the three trillion. Now, had Wall Street gone the other way and we were back down at say O'Dow eighteen thousand, I assure you, Nancy Pelosi's three trillion dollar bill, every penny of it would be law by now. It's still coming. So it's, it's still, still coming. coming. They got time, one way or another, but it won't happen until this is how government works. Until it's panic. And remember, panic, never, ever waste, never waste a good crisis. So they love to introduce all these slush funds, all the ABC alphabet agencies. Everything always comes during panic. But they've held it all together, you know, and I think we're seeing more of the trade than I expected where you've got uh, oil crude prices have built, right? Yeah, another big, huge build, uh, 8 million barrel build in crude oil. and right, normally crash the price. price. No. It's up a buck, up oh. a buck. Right. Want to know why? The petrodollar. That's where we're heading. Okay. Then you can't paper the world with money. Everybody has it going. Yeah, I'm going. I'm willing to give you forty dollars a barrel. What is that? Monopoly money, or U.S. We don't want it. We'll take monopoly money. We don't want the U.S. dollar. So the petrodollar trade is in jeopardy with what we've already seen in that market, and this, of course, will trigger. So yes, huge builds. It goes up. Price of food. Price of meat. Price of everything. I think stocks. I, I told you, don't look. That the the earnings will come from government-driven slush funds. That's where they come from. You know, they may have to even. You know, these have EBITDA earnings before taxes, debt, interest. Da 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 da. It may be earnings after. before and after yeah, before government and stimuli. And <laughs> so that'll and that'll force the stock market to rise. Don't think it won't. 
So now today is more normal. What I thought we'd see gold is up Gold's twice up. the percentage right. than stocks are. Right. That's what I look to see. I look to see gold double, triple stock returns. But I never told you. I never told you we're heading into a depression after the Fed monetized four trillion and then the government handed out three. Well, I'll give okay. you another example. So yesterday I gave you an update on the federal debt. Today, twenty four hours later, we're up another hundred billion dollars. Right. So as long as they continue to do that, you're going to see appreciation. Now, again, um, you're going to see, uh, for lack of better words, indices melt up because of sure money. Now, the dollar index probably won't melt up. So, so that'll be the, something to the keep 40, an eye on. The 41 million people that have filed for unemployment benefits who uh, no longer uh, are contributing part of their paycheck to the 401k, they don't get to play. Right, right. That doesn't happen. So, But it's interesting. So I just think the price of everything within the next 12 months inflation i mean should just be off the charts off the charts and um, who knows what's going to happen with the trade wars in china so if they really do try to bring back the uh the quote unquote sustainable supply chains you know the needed you know pharmaceuticals uh i don't know what they're going to put into that category food or whatever it is that all stays here in america the prices will rise precipitously and that's what i think we're going to see so you know hopefully Hopefully we don't have uh, mass pandemonium in the streets. You know, like watch you watched them in Minneapolis last night uh, completely blow the windows and doors out of a Target and go crazy. I mean, you know, granted they're protesting the uh, terrible killing um, there, but if you if you look at that because there is no food and there is no money, that is merely just uh, a study as to what a microcosm of what will happen throughout the entire country so and wall street wall street could create another 08 and that and what we're seeing today is this will make 08 look like child's play if they do not keep handing out money another check is coming due here they better get more money out in the people's hands in the next 10 days or you may see more windows start to be broken one 800 i got a special with a roll of silver eagles in it coming up so get on your speed dial. We'll be back. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Eric Cedarstrom. Joe Jaquin, final segment. Uh, You know, these uh, liberal politicians and liberal policies that are put forth throughout this country is amazing. And, I mean, we're all looking that you imagine uh, Joe Biden as president and they're able just to run amok and do whatever they want. There'll be nothing left. You know, the idiot Bill de Blasio, you know, oh, we're not opening New York, California, we're not opening. Now, that's 30% of the U.S. economy, you know, the, on each end of the country. You know, they know they know that the, the economy cannot recover unless California and New York are up and running. Everybody knows that. So, of course, now de Blasio is asking the federal government just to make payroll. They need $9 billion this week from the federal just government. Just to make the payroll. Yeah, to make payroll. So... So what do you think happens when you shut everything down? You have no tax receipts. Again, politicians, not businessmen. We have a president who's a businessman. He understands it. I don't think they'll ever shut it down again. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care. I don't care if the parking lots are stuffed full of uh, cadavers and people everywhere. I don't think they'll ever shut this economy down again. I think Americans will take their medicine. I think we will. You know, let's, let's go. You know, living on Earth is hazardous to your health. 
you know, we all have options. You can do what you, you what you have to do to get by, but to turn around and mandate this again, people in this country will not let it happen. So, I, I unless of course they enforce it with you know AR-15s, which is entirely possible. Possible. Well. So it's possible. Uh, Twenty-five and a quarter. We we'll get you a twenty-dollar gold piece and a roll of U.S. silver eagles. How about that? So now listen, we only have thirty-five. That's it, because that's all the rolls of silver eagles we have. Uh, twenty five hundred and twenty five dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Everything's up today. The Dow's up one hundred fifty. Gold's up uh, ten bucks. Crude oil's up. Uh, the S and P, the Nasdaq. Uh, it's a big up day uh, all heading. over the world. That's where we're heading. The rising tide of money printing. It'll ri- it raises all boats. It isn't business. Trust me. All right, you've got Carnival Cruise Lines, and you know well, they're, they're bragging. All the people are booking for 2021. They're selling them for fifty dollars a day. Well, it was the same thing here. The Princess Resort, five star resort. You could get a room for thirty five dollars over the weekend. The place was packed, absolutely packed. By the way, it's normally about eight hundred to three hundred and fifty bucks for a room, probably at height of season. So the staycation, Memorial Day. I mean, everybody just packed in. No masks. No masks. We talked to people that were there. Nope, bars are open. Everybody's drinking, having a great time. Pools, kids everywhere. No masks. So, again, high 109 today. So, I think the uh, the herd immunity is the only way to get out of it. Locking down didn't work. The numbers haven't changed here. Did not work. So, you decide if you want to wear a mask. You decide if you want to go out and mosh it up. I mean, if you want to go do that, shake people's hands, spit in their face, give them a kiss on the cheek, go ahead. Do whatever you want. I know you boomers, 60 and over. I've talked to a few of you. You're like, nah. <laughs> Let's just kind of see what I'm, happens I'm going to sit this I'm one gonna out. I'm going to stick my head in the tiger's mouth. Thank you. So, anyway, you're uh, you're listening to who knows. You know, I like Joe and I. We have you got two generations here, and uh, it's interesting. I learn from you as you learn from me, and uh, the uh, – the boomer generation here, we are still the most economically powerful oh, without a doubt. Without and, a doubt. And we run Barter Town. We run it. That's why the millennials call this the boomer remover disease. They want us gone so they can inherit all the money they didn't earn. $20 gold piece, roll of silver, 25 and a quarter, plus shipping, handling, and credit card fees. God bless everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Jack Daniels Friday coming up. Um, grab your bottle and set it on the kitchen counter. Drink along with her. We'll see you tomorrow.